Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Yeah, happy hours. It's not your imagination. They're getting happier. Yeah. Because it feels like we're getting closer to justice coming, does it yeah. not? And to also a blue tsunami. So we picked the perfect happy hour. Well, justice has been circling the nipple. Yeah. Now it's getting ready yeah, to come. Yeah, now it's just, touch it. It's hard. It, it could cut glass. Touch it. Get your face up in it. Ah. Sorry. I don't know where you I went. You two need to get but laid. But listen. Yeah, yes, really. I am getting laid. I am not, and I need to. Not enough, apparently. Listen, I was trying to get gracefully into the fact that we have DNC Chair Jamie Harrison, and then you went there, and now... Okay, but we are... Listen. Uh, upstate New York, Kansas, Alaska. Goodbye, Caribou Barbie. I'm telling you, DNC Chair uh, Jamie Harrison feeling blue tsunami-ish, yeah. as I am. I'm telling you, we are on the move. Yep. And uh, uh, Frank Flaguzzi, who... FBI agent's losing. not nom- normally funny, but no. I, he got close to doing knock-knock God, jokes. He is funny. Yeah, he is it's really, not normally really when it's the FBI knocking, not normally jokes, and but Frank his, brought his, it. His, fr- his sense of humor is dry, which is my favorite kind of Oh, yes, because he's in Arizona, and it's like he always has cactuses behind him yeah. and his dry sense of yeah. humor. Arizona, known for its dry but sense it of humor. Perfect, right? On the, all the, the day all this stuff about the FBI came out and yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. There we are. Yep. Thanks, little goozy G-spot man, as I call him. Oh, Steph. He's a G-man to some people. To me, you know. No. What? No. Chris started no. it. Okay. I did not start You started that. it. There goes another book. Happy, happy. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different uh, choices that you have. Whatever you need. Vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free. Whatever you love, they have a delicious dish. Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it's cheaper than other delivery options. So delicious and no cooking required. I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com liberal.
Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, NetSuite.com slash Miller. Jamie Harrison. Oh, there he is. Hi. Good morning, sir. I wore my vote. Good morning, Stephanie. I wore my vote blue shirt just for you. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate (laughs) it. How are you doing? I'm okay. I um. I listen. I was just going through. I know this sounds like a press release. However, this really is pretty extraordinary. What President Biden and the Democrats have gotten. Uh, accomplished. This is just from the news story about the speech. Biden has racked up big wins on longtime Democratic goals, including taxing corporations and the ultra-wealthy, signing into law the biggest climate change bill in history, making huge inroads on reducing drug prices, working to get what is now a massive reduction in gas prices and stabilization of inflation, helping millions of veterans access care for toxin-based cancers, signing the first major gun control law in decades, maintaining and even reducing historically low unemployment while overseeing historic job and wage growth, signing the first major infrastructure bill in decades, getting America's first black woman justice confirmed to the Supreme Court, removing the leader of al-Qaeda, strengthening and expanding NATO while supporting Ukraine after Russia attacked the sovereign nation and more. Okay, so <laughs> thanks for coming and, on. And, good night. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Stephanie, so that's the good on the, on the Democratic side. What's the bad on the Republican side? If you take a look at all those bills in the House, the Inflation Reduction Act, the American Rescue Plan, no Republican voted for those. Yeah. Infrastructure law, 200 Republicans voted no. The Chips and Science Act, 187 Republicans voted no. PACT Act for Veterans, 174 Republicans voted no. Gun Safety Bill, 193 Republicans voted no. Violence Against Women Act, 200 Republicans voted no. So, it, you know, the contrast is stark. And that Democrats are fighting for regular, regular everyday people and the Republicans, if their special interests aren't writing them stroking a contribution or a campaign check, then they can't vote yes. Yeah. And so I don't even understand why this is should be even close. Yeah. Uh, But but it is. So we're going to fight like hell to make sure that we keep our majorities in the House. We grow our majorities in the Senate and uh, we pick up some governor's mansions and state houses as well. Yeah. I, I said a long time ago, turn off the pundits and the polls and all that stuff. I just think, you know, with the overturning of Roe and everything, everything in the news cycles, I just would not uh, make any predictions at this point. I mean, basically, I, I hate to say this, but they only have sort of lying <laughs> left. Like you pointed out, Chuck Grassley told Iowans he was for $35 caps on insulin prices. You said, but he voted to block the $35 right. cap on insulin for folks with private insurance and not one revol- a Republican voted for the Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, the White House was on it with people like Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about debt relief, listing yeah. what every single, you know, debt relief uh, Republicans got from PPP, right? 
Well, and, and, you know, all the Republicans have is fear and fraud. That is all they have, fear and fraud. They lie to their constituents. They don't do, any, do anything, and they try to make them scared about the other. Oh, either it's minorities or the transgender kids or, right. or you know, uh, women controlling their own bodies, right? All of that is some, here's the boogeyman uh, in the closet or under the bed, and that's all that they have. And the American people are tired of that. Yeah. They're tired of that BS, and they're, they're ready uh, for somebody who's going to fight for them all the time. And about, I believe you tweeted, roughly 43 million Americans will benefit from the student relo- relief. I, I think Republicans know this is wildly popular, and they're just yes. sort of not sure how to. I love that they keep trying this. You know, Democrats are very radical and extreme. And you just said no matter how hard they try to hide it, MAGA Republicans are radical and extreme. Mm-hmm. They are attacking our fundamental rights, and the American people will not stand for it. Whether it's, it, you know, these abortion laws are on and on. It, it is really a fight for freedom this midterm. It, it is. You know, Tim, uh, Tim Scott, I think it was last night, I responded to it uh, this morning, sent out this uh, tweet to Kathy Hochul about uh, freedom-loving New Yorkers can come down to South Carolina. I was like, what damn South Carolina are you talking about? You're talking about the one that today they're trying to do a total ban of abortion yeah. uh, with no exceptions for rape and incest? Is that the, the freedom-loving South Carolina you're talking about? Or are you yeah. talking about the one that doesn't give Medicare expansion to uh, hardworking people in the state. I mean, these uh, they live in this, you know, they they love the words of, you know, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. They love how they sound, but they don't have a damn clue what the words actually mean. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, liberty and justice for all means not just liberty and justice for some of y'all. It means for all of us, not yeah. just a select group. Yeah. Um. You would also tweet, President Biden called out extreme MAGA Republicans for trying to take us backwards on abortion and threatening to cut Social Security and Medicare. I have to say, as DNC chair, you must just say, keep talking, Rick Scott. Like the fact that they're outwardly saying we're going to cut Social Security and Medicare. This is like a dream come true for you before a midterm, isn't it? Uh, I I mean, he is a nightmare. I I call him and rubio and DeSantis, the triumvirate of despair down there in in florida i feel badly for the people of florida because they have such piss poor leadership and and i know what piss poor leadership is because i live in south carolina <laughs> i got got uh uh henry uh foghorn leghorn mcmaster and lindsey graham yeah uh you know it, it it is really really bad and that's why this new south that i keep talking about is so important yeah, we need to relieve the burden off of the people in the South of this horrible leadership that they have uh, in many of their states. And well, it, it, I've got to. I since that's the setup, I've got to ask you about Lindsey Graham. I mean, we have a sitting United States senator who just called for riots, didn't condemn it, said if no. you indict Trump, there will be riots. I mean, what, what do you make of that? What do you? This is the thing, Stephanie. So, you know, Lindsay went to the University of South Carolina um, School of Law. And down here in South Carolina, he likes to call himself Mr. Rule of Law. Hmm. That That's his thing that he yeah. really is focused on. Uh, again, you know, these people are delusional. And Lindsey Graham is, is the top of the list for being delusional. How can you be Mr. Rule of Law when you're trying to defy a subpoena to have you testify? How can you be Mr. Rule of Law when you are basically uh, advocating for riots in the streets? Uh, because the Justice Department is exercising the rule of law. If, if, if our Constitution and if our laws don't mean anything or they can't apply to everybody like they should, 
then then there is no rule of law in this country. Uh, it, Lindsay's just sad. You know, it, it, it is every time I look at him and I hear uh, from him, I say, bless, bless your heart, Lindsay, because I mean, he, he, he's that's just, the best Southern insult yeah. ever. Bless your heart. <laughs> he's just sad. It, it's pathetic and sad. Uh, and he's just a, you know, a little person who wants to be a big person in this country. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, he is what he is. I just think this uh, this what do we call this? I don't even know what this latest thing is with Trump, but it, this is just going to get worse and worse as we yeah. review what the damage is right to our intelligence to our national security i mean i'm just curious your take you know there was a piece merrick garland might have two paths to filing charges against trump i mean we he keeps committing so or at least we keep finding out about so many new crimes that then you're like what about the last thing what about the insurrection i mean i don't i don't know how you process as an actual leader that the ex-president of the united states just tweeted that he'd be named the winner of the 2020 election or we have a a do-over I just don't I, I don't know if it's a setup for an insanity defense, but I but obviously this piece is about whether Merrick Garland is going to charge him for one or the other or both. You know, the classified documents and the insurrection in January 6th. What, what is what is your feeling on that? Well, they need to check the, the exhaust system there in Mar-a-Lago because uh, whatever it is, they're delusional. I, I, I don't know what's in the air down there, but it's it. There's no sanity in terms of what they're trying to do. No, Donald Trump. Nobody is doing a do-over of the 2020 election. Dude, you lost. Yeah. Deal with it. You know, I, I lost my race, and, you know, you just got to move on, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just, it, it is really, really sad. And what's even worse is the delusional people, these MAGA Republicans, who are mimicking everything that he says. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, in the end of the day, the Justice Department is now an independent uh, agency. Uh, you know, the, the White House is not pulling their strings, unlike what happened in the Trump uh, administration. Yeah. And so, you know, their job is is justice, following the law and following the Constitution. Yeah. And Mayor Garland's going to do that. Yeah. Um, it, you know, you know, some of us wish he would have gone further or done this or done that. But he's going to follow the law uh, yeah. without politics. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's really what we want our Justice Department to do. Yeah. I have to say, I you know, who knows? It's going to, particularly with these news cycles, you know, what it's going to be by the time we get to November. But it certainly appears from all polling, and I'm sure you're seeing too, that Roe being overturned is nothing less than an earthquake. And I, w I would call it a pink one because, as you know, women's registration, even in places like Kansas, through yes. the roof. I mean, you tweeted new abortion bans and restrictions went into effect in uh, states this week, including Texas, where doctors who perform abortions can now face up to life in prison. We must hold extreme Republicans accountable for trying to take us backward. I mean, I just think that is, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the polling Democrats up and the generics, all that. But I just think we haven't seen the full effect of this yet, have we? No, I, I don't think we've seen the full effect. Um, but women are, are waking up and they're registering to vote at, at historic numbers. Uh, and we've seen in every one of these special elections since the Dobbs decision um, an overperformance, particularly on the Democratic side, as we push back against these extreme MAGA Republicans who believe in national abortion bans, who believe in, and, you know, it's a, such a slippery slope for them because. They got rid of uh, they got rid of Roe, and then they said, "Well, the state should decide." 
Uh, and then as they are going through the states, now they're saying, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell and all, well, we should have a national abortion ban. Well, I, I thought you just said the state should decide. Now you want to make it uh, totally national? Yeah. I mean, it's a slippery slope. And then you'll see contraception and then you'll see marriage equality yeah. and uh, you'll see everything else. They are chipping away at the fundamental freedoms of Americans uh, each and every day from our right to vote to our right to be and love who we love to, you know, eventually maybe a right to pray to who we want to pray to. Yeah. Um, but that is where you see with these MAGA Republicans, they are extreme and we can't allow them to get power. Right. And I think the fact that they've gone with a lot of Donald Trump's extreme MAGA candidates is only good news for us. I'm going to see my mom and sister in Sherry Beasley's district in North Carolina yes. uh, next week. And is she that race looks competitive, right? It is. It's very competitive. I, I'll be in North Carolina this week, uh, as long as well as Texas. But uh, that that race is very competitive. I talk to Sherry fairly often. She's running a great race uh, against Ted Budd, and uh, we think it's neck and neck. And we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that she wins. Yeah. And she's just she's smart. Uh, she was the Chief Justice of the North Carolina Supreme Court. Yeah. Should have still be the Chief Justice, but she lost by a few thousand votes last cycle um but we're gonna make sure that we do everything that we can to make sure yeah. that she's in that center from north carolina chair my b sister's done fundraisers and i will do my part by not saying anything dumb while i'm there um, <laughs> <laughs> um i know you've been with the president a lot lately he's going to be with john fetterman who's going to d administer what do they call it in politics an ass whooping to dr oz yeah but um <laughs> Um, he's going to talk to him about uh, um, cannabis legalization. Where do you think the president's going to come down on that? He wants him to. I don't, you know, yeah. listen, I think the president uh, is uh, had a history on this. I'm sure he will be open to listening to uh, uh, the next senator from Pennsylvania, Mr. Fetterman. Um, but uh, but in the end, uh, you know, we got so many issues that I think our candidates are running on. That's that's one of them. Uh, you know, I was for legalization of marijuana when I ran for the Senate. Um, uh, and, you know, it, it's something that's it cuts differently in different states. But yeah. uh, I think it's, you know, something that that, you know, many, many folks are running on and will explore. Yeah. All right. Spoken like a true politician. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Chairman, good luck in, uh, in North Carolina mm -hmm. this week. And I'll, I got you next week. I'll take the baton. Sounds good. All Thank right. you so much, Stephanie. You too. Talk Take to you care. soon, Sharon. There he goes. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Frank, I'm 
before we get to the uh you know the other treason um you were actually talking about lindsey graham's similar statements when he said there will be riots if trump is prosecuted and you just said domestic terrorism defined um i know we are at a dangerous boiling point every time we talk but with this latest um what do we call it doj filing mm-hmm. uh is let, let's just let's start with that so the pushback from the right and from trump's you know whatever that thing is truth social that i just read earlier he's blaming the fbi of course He's already been trying to foment revolt within the FBI. Mm-hmm. But talk about what he's been tweeting, whatever he's been doing, truthing. truthing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on, so on Truth Social, which is neither truth nor social, Thank right, you. Um, it, he's been saying since the release of DOJ's uh, response to the special master request that look at look at the photo they, they included with DOJ's response. Look at this. There's there's top secret and secret all over the floor and Mar-a-Lago. And they're trying to make, they're trying to pin that on me. Well, um, this is how this works. Uh, you had top secret and secret all intermingled with your stuff. The team comes in, they lay it out on the floor to photograph it, catalog it. It's all got to be meticulously inventoried. Um, they're not implying that you had it all over the floor, but they're implying much worse, Mr. Trump, that you had it and refused to give it up. And by the way, we find out so many things we find out in this response, Stephanie, that even the FBI agents from counterintelligence who did the search discovered that they didn't have all the clearances necessary to even look at what he had squirreled away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I this is just when you think you can't hear a flimsier defense, like that's it? <laughs> that like, look what the FBI did. They spilled it on the carpet. It's like, right, as you said, that's how the FBI catalogs every bunch yeah. of evidence they find at every crime scene, right? On that, Well, I, I, in that vein, by the way, uh, he's also had previously said, my God, they took some of my own personal stuff. To, in the, last night, we learned in this DOJ filing that, yes, they did, and they did it, quote, because it has evidentiary value. What does that mean? It means they're saying that we took it, what, what, to use a Latin phrase, in situ. We took it as we found it sitting there because the fact that you had it intermingled yeah. with your cocktail napkins and ketchup shows <laughs> it shows evidence that it was mishandled which is part of the elements of one of the crimes they're charging him with they took it as a whole saying look where he stuck it that's mishandling right right by the way you were funny this morning uh, and you tweeted that uh, you'll be on the show unless you're shredding uh, classified documents yeah, which is that was funny yeah the fbi generally there's no knock knock jokes right <laughs> like when they knock when well, you knock it's well, not like at, knock knock who's their fbi there's no joke that's just you know just <laughs> no it's the fbi yeah. that's the also joke. i could i could have a planned phone transition during our conversation which happens a lot at dhs oh um, and we could lose phone phone activity as a result <laughs> um you wrote a piece there's a reason why hoarding classified documents is a crime the national archives the department of justice gave too much deference to trump and for far too long you said i just loved how you put it you said if someone had told me during my fbi career i would eventually spend five years on national television explaining the complexity of foreign and counterintelligence and violent domestic terrorism i'd have wondered why if they they said I'd be doing so because of the actions of one individual. I would have wondered who. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I mean, here we this are. Is the, this is craziness. I spent much of my uh, FBI career really in kind of obscurity, working classified stuff. Right? I yeah. people would ask me, "Hey, what are you working on over there?" I I, I couldn't couldn't tell them. Now I I really have I've just completed five years on national television doing stuff that I thought would be 
impossible to do. Talk, telling people about counter intel and espionage and look, look at what our look at what the average American who's plugged in uh, has learned about over the past five years. Uh, SI means signal intelligence. HCS means human uh, control systems. Right? What? Wait, what, they can tell you chapter and verse about things that previously had been had never seen the light yeah. of day. And boy, uh, who do we have to thank for that? A president who never should have had access to classified in the first place. Well, I mean, the main thing everybody's talking about that you have tweeted about as well, you said last year the CIA warned its stations about a, quote, troubling number of informants being captured or killed. Trump inquiry fueled in part by concern over intelligence sources. I mean... <laughs> Frank, it does seem like, I don't know, a lot of coincidence that that's exactly the kind of classified intelligence that Donald Trump took. But are they ever going to be able to prove that or tie it to him? Likely not. Uh, I think the New York Times that did an excellent piece on on that recently, it was trying not so much to say uh, Trump has passed classified and it's and it's led to people's death, but rather look look at the context of how important this kind of information is, if you need any further evidence that what he squirreled away at Mar-a-Lago for a year and a half was gravely serious and potentially damaging to our national security, look at this over here. The CIA has had a problem in the last year with sources dying mm-hmm. yeah. at, 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 at very rapid number. And, and so that's the context here is this is no fooling around. And when you've got stuff squirreled away, as we learned last night in the filing, in your desk, in your desk, Stephanie, yeah. when you're moving stuff in and out of the storage room, when you're lying about that you've turned everything over and you, that's all there is. And then the FBI comes in with a search warrant and finds twice the number of classified documents that you coughed up for a subpoena. There's a problem here. And yeah. so what we the language we saw last night in this filing is concealing, hiding, destroying on page five of the filing. It says back when National Archives got the 15 boxes, they found, quote unquote, evidence that he was tearing up documents. Yeah. They, in other words, they got pieces of documents back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you tweeted, this is a guy who disdains the rule of law, our institutions, and thinks nothing of exploiting them for his own gain. I mean, a lot of it, you don't have to be an FBI guy to go like, oh, why did he want stuff on Macron's sex life? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, I don't know. Was that to give to Marine Le Pen? Like you just, you, you know, your mind kind of I mean, the whole Saudi Arabia stuff. Why did Jared Kushner suddenly get two billion dollars? I mean, it, it's, you know, your mind kind of reels at what he could have done with it, what's going on in Ukraine and how pro Putin and anti Ukraine he's always been. Right. You wonder, you know what it, it, your mind reels, doesn't it? What intelligence he could have shared and with who? Yeah. One of the most troublesome things about this is we still, even after last night's nearly 40 page filing, we, we still aren't clear on whether the government has has recovered all of the material. Yeah. And if not, where is it? And there's this there's this kind of, you know, th- th- sentence that's hanging out there in this filing. Like, yeah, we there, we developed evidence that he's hiding, concealing and moving. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where, where, where is that? Do we have all of it? Where did he move any to? Right. Was it just within Mar-a-Lago? So, yes, everything is transactional with with Trump. He takes something because he can use it later as capital. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that might have been a motive. But I keep telling people the motive is interesting, but we already have the elements of criminal violations here. Right. We have, we have them. Right. And, and we have we have obstruction now clearly yeah. laid out in this filing last night. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, the legal experts I'm reading, at least so far on Twitter, are saying the government would not file this kind of document if they did not intend to uh, indict. Do you tend to agree? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone, someone's getting indicted. And I would add that it's going to be more than one person. I, I, yeah. I think they're focused like a laser now on this Christina Bab, the, the, yeah. the lawyer who filed the document saying you have everything. We learned in this filing now something new, that when they showed up with a subpoena, not the search warrant, but the earlier subpoena, um, they said, you know, kind of Christine met them at the door with a sheaf of documents and said, here you go. Here, here's the response to the subpoena here. And the, the agent said, hey, great. Would you mind if we take a look in the storage room just before we go, just to make sure? No. No, no, you can't, no, no, don't yeah. look over there. That doesn't so, that so, doesn't raise suspicions in an FBI no, agent, does it, no, Frank? No, yeah, no, uh -huh. not in no, there. No. Whatever you do, it's not in there for right. sure. Don't Whatever look there. You do, don't look in there. Yeah, that's a problem. Has anyone ever said to your face, "Not in the crawl space, Frank"? There is nothing in there. <laughs> right. Not yeah. the tool shed. Don't yeah. go I'm, back actually, there. Actually, I've I've been I've been in a house uh, looking for a fugitive, and uh, it, his mother goes. Uh, well, he's certainly not not up in the attic, and then you could hear him kind of crawling around up in the room. Yeah. Okay. Oh my not god. <laughs> Moms are just not skilled in the dark arts. Okay. Um. You also tweeted about Tony Ornato, departing Secret Service official at the center of the January sixth uh, probe retires. Frank. So first of all, what does this mean? I think he signals he's going to cooperate but i mean obviously he can't be compelled because he doesn't he's not an employee of the secret service anymore but yeah. he certainly appears to be at the heart of a lot of stuff that happened on january 6th does he not yeah, we need we, he, he we need answers from tony or not look um he served he served i think four presidents in a protective capacity the guy the guy served his country but man he's getting squirrely and we need answers and we need answers about what went on on january 6th just prior to and just after and so I, I'm struggling with what the retirement means. He, he's met his retirement eligibility. I think he's got 24, 25 years, and God bless him. I'm sure he wanted to lock in that pension before things get really ugly. Yeah. Um, and yes, if you're still employed, you can, uh, you can be compelled to cooperate with an administrative inquiry, or they can fire you. But the problem is that he's already been put on notice that this turned into a criminal investigation. Yeah. So even an onboard employee would have Fifth Amendment rights and could say, look, I'm, I'm going to invoke the fifth. This is criminal. I, I don't you fire me or not. I've got criminal rights to invoke. Um, so I don't know what he's doing retiring, but it doesn't get him off the hook. And in fact, now he's clearly going to end up in some kind of subpoena situation if he doesn't cooperate. Yeah. Um, OK, so we uh, were just reading. I don't, was it 100? It was 100 posts from Truth Social. Mm -hmm. He spent much of yesterday promoting conspiracy memes on Truth Social, including some that directly referenced the QAnon uh, conspiracy theory. QAnon forums are obviously ecstatic and bloodthirsty after Trump's Q endorsing tweet storm this morning. Uh, ben Collins wrote, they've been relatively dead in the last few months with users headed over to general Trump forums and militia Q influencer telegrams. Not anymore. Uh, there is one, there's a screenshot from a QAnon forum giddily revealing that Trump uh, has referenced the storm, which is the QAnon thing for whatever the, I don't mm -hmm. know, violent thing, something. Uh, wipe them out, sir, read the top rated reply in that thread. Plenty of people will be surprised, but we are already read the second highest rated reply. Which storm, Mr. President, you'll find out. So he's reactivated all these violent crazies. Um, you've yeah. got a sitting senator saying if he's, 
indicted, you know, they'll be rioting in the streets. I, you know, Frank, what is your professional take on where we are relative to I don't know, a few days ago, a week ago? Yeah, it's so the rhetoric is, is heating up. The violent extremist chat rooms are uh, livid. And this filing last night by DOJ, which is really a legal slapdown. I mean, a serious legal slapdown of any argument that Trump's attorneys could attempt here. Um, has caused him to flip out. And yeah. I think, as you referred to earlier, he knows they're inching closer to some form of a charge against somebody. If not, you know, uh, him, Cash Patel, maybe even his lawyer, um, there's still more work to be done. We learned last night, for example, in this filing, and this must really set him off, that the taint, the the, the filter team right. at DOJ, the agents who see it to get dirtied up and, and yeah. see the potentially privileged stuff, They've already, this answers a question for me, they've already handed it off to the investigative team. So in other words, it's 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 moved faster than he probably thought. I right. think he was crossing his fingers that it was still with the filter team. It's moved to the investigative team. So he he's getting more desperate, more painted into a corner, and you're going to get more desperate sounding things coming from him. Yeah. People like Lindsey Graham, who now is compelled to testify in, in Georgia. Yeah, things are things are getting ugly. And yes, um, I would predict we're going to see some form of violence. It could be lone actors, maybe not organized. But when you hear Lindsey Graham, who clearly does not want to testify, getting panicked and predicting riots in the street. We yeah, don't discount that. Don't discount. Yeah. Well, listen, this news broke during uh, evening, Stephanie, Stephanie Rule, who texted you to come on. I'm glad you answered the call for morning, Stephanie, which, you know, I am the one with the jingle and the, you know, yeah, knock, knock. Yeah, jokes. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. I, I can't. MSNBC extended their programming way beyond uh, my bedtime last night. So I, <laughs> I, I wake up to a text from uh, Stephanie Rule's team. Uh, can you come on? That, that was like 1 a.m. So. Uh, no, I I went to bed. <laughs> yes, you filled your Stephanie quota though with your morning session. Yes, I have. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Honor. Thanks so much. My pleasure. All right, talk to you soon.